The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, all you guys and gals. I hope everybody had a happy and safe 4th of July last week. And if you're international, a regular Monday for you. Just disregard everything that we just said. But if you are international, like one of our listeners, Gavin, I know you're out there, buddy. Um, Thank you for the email. Yeah, thank you for the email, Gavin. That you sent, (laughs) that Michael had to read to me. Uh, I was tickled by that, so keep them coming, guys. I love a saucy email that Michael (sighs) then has to read to me. It really makes my day. Yeah, thanks again, Gavin. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Gavin. Well, hopefully everybody saw, wasn't too frightened by, and enjoyed the video podcast last oh that's week. right <laughs> we did a video podcast for the first time hey don't hold our technical difficulties against us because i'll tell you what i had to borrow an old laptop from someone i don't even own a laptop guys um and mm-hmm. <laughs> couldn't get the password had to break into the thing had to hack it had to clear it off had to redo it so hopefully going forward when we do a video podcast, it won't be as shit. Yeah. <laughs> we endeavor to improve for your sake. Hey, we love you guys. You know, you keep us going. So sorry about the uh, the crappy quality that we had to work with, but we will be improving that in the near future. Yes. But back to our regularly scheduled <laughs> audio edition, we will do more video and we will get better at video. We promise. Uh, in the future. But for the majority, we'll stick with, with audio. This week, after the little bit more work that went into making the video one, uh, I have a little bit shorter than normal of a story. But uh, this one kind of aligns with last week's John List episode in that John List inspired partly The Stepfather. Mm-hmm. This story also inspired part of a film. But <laughs> you're gonna say this one also inspired the other part, the other part of, of the stepfather. No, a different film, but I will not tell you what that one is yet. Ooh, maybe I can guess. We'll see. You will definitely be able to guess. Okay. This is the story of Hella Crafts. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Hella. Hella, H- like yo, H- that's yo, that's Hella Fly. H e l l e. Ah, oh. Scandinavian. <laughs> okay, not okay, not like yo, that that shirt's Hella dope. I mean, not for all you, yeah. for all you Gen Xers out there. You feel me, you know. You feel me. Michael doesn't quite get it. Okay. But. <laughs> Hella Crafts was born Helen Nielsen on July seventh, nineteen forty-seven, hmm. in Denmark. In nineteen seventy-nine, Helen met and married pilot Richard Crafts. She was a flight attendant. The couple settled in Newtown, Connecticut. And over the next few years, Hella and Richard gave the outward appearance of happiness, and they had three children together. I wanted to be a flight attendant when I was a teenager, but I didn't hit the metrics because you had to be X amount tall. Yeah. You had to weigh a certain amount, yeah. like this, that, and the other. You had to be like m- mad put together for all <laughs> Gen X. I'm just going to start dropping <laughs> the Gen X some like yeah. Gen X phrases. Uh, but you had to just be like super on, like polished with hair and makeup. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm not great with that stuff. So <laughs> I didn't hit any of the metrics. Sorry, and I think you had to be between certain ages too. Yes. I don't think it's as, as strict now. No. 
but you couldn't even be a man before. Yeah, no, I think you had. Yeah, I just they were stewardesses. I did not yeah. hit any of the metrics, so well, neither sucked, did I. If that, sucked to be me, I guess yeah. at that time. Neither did I. If that makes you feel any better, <laughs> well, it doesn't. I wasn't <laughs> slinging drinks for Pan Am. That yeah, was never going to be in my future. <laughs> You'd be the guy on the mic, like uh, to your left is the. <laughs> emergency door if you don't want to have that responsibility <laughs> please raise your hand you know please grow up and help your fellow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just deal with it just do it now the sunshine and rainbows in the crafts relationship mm-hmm. didn't last very long unicorns and glitter and in 1985 six years into their marriage hella uncovered several of richard's affairs oh you son of a bitch this richard pilot, this pilot was son a of a bitch fly boy dick <laughs> He's yeah. got he's got one in every uh, port, Michael. As they say air arrow puerto. Yes. Uh. In September of 1986, Hella was preparing to file for divorce, and had hired yeah, a, fuck that dude. And had hired a private investigator named Keith Mayo to look into her husband. <laughs> she hired a private dick. She did to follow to her, her cheating dick. husband, Dick. Yeah, yeah. And see what his dick's been up to. <laughs> What's his? Hey, Dick. <laughs> why don't you go see what this other dick's been up to? See what's other Just surrounding dicks, herself dicks, with dicks. <laughs> it's a girl's dream come true. <laughs> ha, well, Mike, let's just continue. Please continue. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't top that anyway. Okay. Mayo brought back photos of Richard kissing another boy. <laughs> okay. Keith Mayo. Dick's dick. Yeah. yeah. The private dick is named Mayo. Dick Mayo. <laughs> That's a layup. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dick Mayo. Oh, his, name was, his name was Keith Mayo. He was a private investigator. Oh, so he's he private. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was private Whatever, Dick Whatever, kid. No, no. I wanted to let you go with it because don't, private don't, Dick Mayo. Don't lean on my dick parade, yeah. please. <laughs> Continue. Mayo brought back photos of Richard kissing another flight attendant in front of her house in New Jersey. Oh, okay. At least it was in front of her husband. Well, right. It's now November 18th, 1986, and Hella... <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to rein it in. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get you there. We'll, we'll bring it back. Usa. Focus on dates. It's now I'm November here. 18th, 1986. Okay, Where were you? it's 1986. I was... In November. 11. Yeah. And uh, in, same, I same was parts? in seventh grade, St. No. Bartholomew. Yeah. yeah. There we go. And Mrs... Oh, uh, what the fuck was her name? My seventh grade teacher. Oh, shit. I could see your face. Mm, it'll come to me. Okay. It is a her, though. Yeah, it's a woman, yeah. Okay. Hella is getting back from a long shift at work. She was on a flight from Frankfurt, West Germany. West Germany at the time. It's just Germany now. The friends that picked her up from the airport drove her home, and they did not know that that was the last time Hella would be seen alive. Oh, geez. Okay. After an overnight snowstorm, Richard told friends on the morning of November 19th 
that he, Hella, and the kids were all going on a trip to visit her sister in Westport, Connecticut, mm. which is about 40 miles, or sorry, 40 minutes away from Newtown. He... I don't like when these men tell people their families are going to visit people or going on trips because... Well, especially when he did go to his sister's that day, but Hella wasn't with him. Cool. Where's so your he, wife, bro? He went where he said he was going. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, brother. Hey, hey, brother, Dick. Just didn't make sure they were all in tow. Where's your wife at? Stop talking about brother, Dick. <laughs> As time continued to pass and no one could get a hold of Hella, Richard's explanations are pretty all over the place. Oh, yeah. One story was that she was visiting her mother in Denmark. Okay. Another was that she was visiting the Canary Islands with a, quote, friend. <laughs> Who's this friend? And can we get in touch with them? Most times he just shrugged and said he didn't know where she went. I don't know. Hey, where's your wife? Pff, fucked if I know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> she was up your ass, you'd know it, <laughs> dick. <laughs> Which is another phrase my grandmother used to say. I'd be like, hey, have you seen my whatever, whatever? And she'd be like, if it was, if it was up your ass, you'd know it. <laughs> Thanks, Nana. Actually, but where is my backpack? (laughs) (laughs) I love the repartee we have going, but I have to go to school. Where is my backpack? Yes, I I like this back and forth that we have. It's it's really, it gives me life, but I I really have a time schedule that I need to stick to or else I'm going to get detention. Where the fuck are my books? It's great banter for the (laughs) podcast that I will have. I don't even know what a podcast is. In 40 years from now, but um, can can we wrap it up? Yeah. A little sense of urgency. Hella's friends all knew that Richard was volatile and certainly had a temper, so they started to worry. He's an angry dick. <laughs> He's a very angry dick. I'm 12. <laughs> I'm like a 12-year-old. I'm a 12-year-old boy. Okay. That's, that's what makes the world go around. Please. You know? Please go on. A few friends even recall Hella telling them, quote, if something happens to me, don't think it was an accident. <laughs> Yeah, okay, well, hey, if I ever say to you or anybody out there, hey, everybody, listen, real close. Uh, if I ever say, listen, if anything ever happens to me, Michael, Michael did it. <laughs> Just, you know, maybe keep that in the back of your head. It doesn't yeah. have to be in the forefront of your mind at all times. But, like, just remember if I go missing that I've told multiple people that. Right. Just put a pin in it, right. you know? Have that kind of at the top of your mind so this doesn't happen because it took until December 1st, 1986 for Hella to be reported missing. That's That's weeks. two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just keep it in mind. You like that, that math I just did in yeah, my head? It's great. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> I've been practicing. Good old Keith Mayo wasn't ready for the case to drop and he became convinced that <laughs> Richard Crafts was behind the disappearance of his client. Yeah. Mayo's on the case. Mayo's spreading himself thin to get this done. (laughs) As it so happens. I can't wait to get drunk after this. (laughs) God. As it so happens, Richard was not just a pilot. He was also a... A ladies' man. (laughs) Even worse. He's an air gigolo. He was a volunteer constable in Newtown. Oh, God. And a part-time police officer in the town of Southbury. Oh, great. Which was the next town over. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you know it. Let me guess. <laughs> is, he, is he pulling broads over and uh, getting some extra favors? Well, <laughs> Mayo oh, no. was unable to convince any local authorities to investigate one of their own for possible murder. No! It's shocking and such a surprise and has never happened in any I've of the I've never heard anything like that. I am 
flabbergasted. It's a real Glinowitz situation we got going here. <laughs> sure is. The county prosecutor's office eventually had to look into the case, but they passed it over to the Connecticut State Police, and they were the ones who, on December 26th, while Richard and the kids were on vacation in Florida, searched inside the crafts. What's I want to know what Dick is telling his children. Yeah, where's mom? Where's your mother? Like, where's mom? Yeah. Where's Mrs. Dick? You know? he's She's in the Canary Islands with a friend, kids. Oh, is she? Okay, because I thought you said she was visiting grandma. Oh, did I? I meant I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These poor kids. Oh, my God. Troopers found missing bits of carpet taken from the master bedroom. Get out! <laughs> Stupid dick. The family's nanny told the troopers about a, quote, dark grapefruit-sized stain. Oh, no. Having been on the section of carpet that was now missing. Well, I wonder what that could have been. There also just happened to be blood smear on the side of the mattress. You know. Is he going to say that she had her period? Or some fucking ridiculous story. That pesky blood evidence forced police <laughs> to take a harder look at good old Dick. Damn DNA. When they reviewed his credit card statements, they found Richard had conducted some interesting transactions right around the time Hella disappeared. Mm, let's see. A lot of bleach, some garbage bags, maybe a tarp. Some of the items Richard <laughs> paid for included a freezer. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. That wasn't found during the search of the home. On oh, Day. no. He's got her stored in a fucking freezer somewhere. New bed sheets and comforter. And the rental of a wood chipper. Oh, no. Dude. Fargo. Fargo. Okay. I didn't. Put her in a end, wood chipper. Yeah, I knew I knew that would be. I mean, that's where everybody. Yeah, clicks well, everybody. It. Yeah. Uh, Didn't really let me flex my movie muscles there. I think everybody would have said Fargo, but okay. A receipt Richard had for a chainsaw was also discovered. (laughs) This fucking dick. Also. Uh, Also? What else does he fucking need at this point? A chainsaw was later found in a local lake covered in blood and hair. Oh, bleh. The DNA of that blood and hair matched Hella. Well, yeah. Joseph Hines. (laughs) Mrs. Dick's blood. Yes. (laughs) The lady dick. (laughs) <laughs> Michael, I swear, I I am really trying to <laughs> rope it in, you know? I'm trying to tie it up, and you trying. are Just untying the bow. Every time I almost make a knot, you tug at it, you little shit. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> you needle me <laughs> until, I, until the dam breaks. Unless we forget your soliciting emails that I then have to read to you. Oh, so I it's the joy of it. my days. Yeah. So. so needling you is <laughs> your revenge. subtle revenge. Okay. I'll allow it. Joseph Hine worked for the town of Southbury. <laughs> Heine? Hine. Oh. Could be Heine, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. H-I-N-E. H- well, could be Heine. Could be Heine. <laughs> Yeah, Dick, Heine, Dicks and Heinies. Every yeah. this story is, this not, is not going the way. This I thought is it was not going appropriate to. for children, Michael. Okay, I'll put a disclaimer. <laughs> so Heine worked for the town of Southbury and was driving a snowplow during that storm on the Dang. night of November eighteenth. <laughs> Heine worked for the town of Dingleberry. <laughs> Southbury. Oh, South. Well, I mean. <laughs> Could down, be one in the same, you're Michael. Down, you're down Southberries. <laughs> you're down Southberries. 
<clears throat> Heim came forward as a witness and recalled seeing a rental truck with a wood chipper attached parked next to the lake. Yeah, I mean, that would catch one's eye. Yeah. It was only after troopers conducted the search of the craft's home and the story gained local attention that he finally came forward. Yeah, but here's my question. What's your question? So if he put... So... Okay, he got a freezer. He got all this stuff at the same time, though? Because if you got a freezer, I could say, okay, I I strangled her, whatever. I choked her, stabbed her, whatever, in the house, right? Okay, we get that. Put her in a freezer to save her for a couple days until you can then take the body out. Did he wood chip her into the fucking lake? Like, no, he just sprayed her body parts into the lake. No, (laughs) is that what happened? I'll tell you what Did he spritz her body into the (laughs) lake that people are taking their children to swimming on vacation oh my god this is why i don't go in lakes not just for that reason but you'll never catch me in a fucking i almost drowned in a lake once oh my god (laughs) this fucking did i tell this story before i can't remember this little fucking brat who my mom wanted me to be friends she my mom was friends with her mom or whatever and i never even liked camping as a kid because i'm not super outdoorsy you'll probably be able to tell that from the video podcast i don't look like an outdoorsy kind of girl (laughs) neither do i but (laughs) michael does not look like an outdoorsy kind of girl anyway so we would go camping right and my mom sent me off with this stupid bitch (laughs) i was like nine or something this girl was like 12 she was such a bully (laughs) don't laugh it's i'm traumatized to this day you shit so i'm really small and i'm still small fuck you for laughing she pushes me out (laughs) on this raft i can't swim Oh, I cannot swim. Yeah, take a breath because she pushes me out. This raft, she knows this raft has a fucking hole in it. This (laughs) little bitchin' (laughs) shit bag of a kid, right? Pushes me out on this raft. The raft now is rapidly deflating and I am in an absolute panic because I can't swim. I slide off the raft, Michael, and I sink to the bottom like a fucking bag of rocks, okay? And... I'm now under the water to the point where I'm trying to reach my hands up to splash so someone can see me. I can see the surface (laughs) and my hands are right under the surface of the fucking water. So nobody can see my hands, okay? Right. Through the water, I can see this broad laughing. She's laughing as I'm drowning, okay? Okay. It was the most panicked I at that point in my life I'd ever felt, okay? Where did your claustrophobia come from? Uh well, that's a different story <laughs> that we can save for another day. Um that actually came from my cousin and my sister, them little bitches. <laughs> um this girl finally pulls me up onto this. Now, I mean the raft it, it's it's basically under the water. There's there's pretty much no air in it. Yep. So she I'm crying, choking, whatever. She thinks it's funny. We get back on land. I now am horrified okay i'm literally trying to beat the shit out of this girl who's like twice my size whatever go back to the campsite i'm distraught of course as i would be right i try to tell everybody that this bitch tried to fucking drown me she starts crying she starts crying classic bully yeah and she's like, I didn't know. This, I mean, this fucking bitch was laughing at me. I could see her distorted through the water like a demon. Like, like you laughing. Were Jack and she was Rose. Literally. 
and nothing and none. she never got punished yeah, of course and not. i almost fucking died i must be a cat in another life or yeah. something because i i must have nine lives you almost got kidnapped i almost drowned happens. i almost get kidnapped yeah the, my, the you almost reason, got hitchhiked kidnapped again yeah man yeah. The reason I have claustrophobia, I'll just, quick, quick, quick side note. My cousin Francesca and my sister Adriana, these little bitches, were playing hide and seek in the house, right? Thanks for listening, by the and, way. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening, guys. Um, actually, I don't even think they listen. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I'll talk about them at leisure. No. Anyway, we were playing hide and seek. At the time, I was not claustrophobic or I never would have done this. Right. Um, I was probably 10, which means Francesca was 8. My sister was like 6, okay? And I hid, I don't know if you ever had these hampers, in your house but it was like a sturdy backed like metal or wicker but yeah. like hard hamper yeah. with a hard top, top on a yeah. hinge yeah. so I hid in there because I was small enough yeah. and clearly not claustrophobic <laughs> because right. I barely could fit in it and had and the top lid, shut yeah. they couldn't find me like forever because this was a great hiding place once they realized I was in there though they sat on the top <laughs> of it and it was at the moment where I couldn't get out right that i That's then in that moment started to panic and i instantly became claustrophobic so it's because of them right. <laughs> so enough. That's why, before that, you know, no. I mean, I I climbed in there and I was like, ha ha, they'll never find me. You know, and I wasn't scared. In in that moment, I became 1,000% claustrophobic. So thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. (laughs) Anytime. Hey, buddy. So it took the snowplow driver that long to come forward because he didn't think anything of seeing a truck by the lake until he started to hear that this woman was missing. So it took a while for the local press to to jump put two and two it. together but then that's when he came forward because nobody's gonna think someone's wood chipping a woman into a fucking lake in the middle of a snowstorm he was still able to bring detectives to the area of the lake where he saw the truck and chipper the shore of the lake was searched and three ounces of human tissue including the crown of a tooth Ooh. a fingernail with pink polish bone chips 2,660 blonde human hairs oh and type O blood was recovered oh Oh, you yeah. This gave rise to the theory that Hello is fed through the rented wood chip. I mean, who yeah. would have thunk? Ugh. How do you? <laughs> so he wait. He bought that, or he rented it. He rented it. Oh no! Someone else is using so, the wood chipper. Yeah. How, but okay, but okay. How are you going to clean that out though to then return it? Probably shovel snow. What are it. you going to sh- through a wood chipper? It's just gonna melt. It's just gonna melt in there. It's not. It's not like it's gonna, and then you know, eventually gonna shoot yeah. out like cleanse it with snow, and then clean snow is eventually gonna well, shoot out the other side. I have to admit that this wasn't my plan, so I haven't thought through the finer details. <laughs> ah, 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 yes. <laughs> so, you but know. you feel me though. You got yes. all little bits of sh- and shits yeah. of bodies yeah. all within all those grinding gears and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you just gonna? Probably, I mean, are you gonna spray the outside and then just go yeah. and then bring He's it probably back? Probably just counting on the fact that no one's actually gonna get in there. But they okay, have to but clean when you put things. stuff in, though, the next person yeah. that puts wood in or something isn't some of the dried blood or whatever, yeah. whatever, gonna like come spewing out yeah. along imagine, with wood, and then you go, "What is that?" I imagine the people that rent those machines have to take them apart to clean them. Would regularly. they though? Well, if you're feeding wood through it and it gunks up. It's I mean, not going to be very effective. Oh, oh, and you probably God. have to sharpen oh, it. Oh, my God. That's so gross. Yeah. More forensic tests were done on the chainsaw, which resulted in the serial number that had previously been scrubbed away 
to be re-raised and matched to the serial number of the chainsaw that Richard purchased. Right. He thought he was so slick. They used that acid. Dick's saw. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, stop it. All of these pieces combined led the police to this theory. Richard struck Hallow with a blunt object over the head at least twice. (laughs) This caused the blood staining in the couple's bedroom. She was struck hard by Dick's instrument. (laughs) I know, I... I, the jokes are infinite. It's, it's, I mean, we it's could dine out right on this one yeah. story it's for right there. ever. This caused the blood staining in the couple's bedroom. He then put her body in the newly purchased freezer for hours until she was frozen solid. Okay. He Do then, I have the mind of a killer? What's happening right now? <laughs> he then cut her up with the chainsaw and fed the pieces through the wood chipper into the lake. Well, yeah, because a dead body would be too heavy to hoist the whole thing in there probably. Right. And it probably just... Not that I, I don't know that for a fact. I'm guessing. Well, if I yeah. had to guess, Mike... If we take it out of the serial killer realm and back into the wood chipper realm, you don't feed an entire tree through the wood chipper either. Right. You have to section it off right. so the machine doesn't uh, doesn't fail. Oh, grind those gears, Mike. Right. <laughs> At the time in Connecticut, a determination into cause of death needed to be reached in order to prosecute. This usually meant no body, no crime. <laughs> and that's what dick was counting on (laughs) a forensic odontologist was able to match the tooth crown found with the rest of the biological material to hella's dental records which gave police a positive id on the victim this allowed the medical examiner to issue a death certificate on january 13th 1987 which led to richard's immediate arrest (laughs) dick's an arrest (laughs) arrested you better lock up that dick. Dicks. It's up to no good. <laughs> That's a very bad dick. To prepare for the trial, the medical examiner wanted to cross no, his T's. Naughty, naughty, naughty dick. <laughs> naughty, naughty dick. <laughs> oh, dick, you're so naughty. Dick must be punished. <laughs> <laughs> we must punish your dick now. <laughs> hey, that's a different platform, Mike. That is a different platform, buddy. It's a different kind of story on a different platform. <laughs> Hey, hey, follow us at our other plot now. (laughs) To prepare for the trial, the medical examiner wanted to cross his T's and dot his I's. He procured a pig carcass and fed it through a wood chipper himself. Oh, boy. He determined that the shape of the bone chips and some of the markings that were made on those chips by the machine were similar to what he observed with Hella's bone fragments. Okay. This strengthened the prosecution's case that her body was indeed fed through the wood chipper. Richard Kraft's murder trial began in May 1988 in New London. It had to be moved due to extensive local publicity and ended in July with a hung jury. A hung jury? When a single juror voted in favor of acquittal before walking out of deliberations and refused to return. What? (laughs) Get your fucking ass back in there and do your civic duty. Duty. Uh, Michael, (laughs) poop jokes. (laughs) Sorry, I need to elevate. Come, let's keep... We're, we're on a dick joke run here, and you're throwing in poop jokes. This is a shitty, <laughs> shitty dick. <laughs> shitty dick. This guy is shitty. Dick is so shitty. Sure is. Um, hmm. A, a, a hung jury? Are you fucking joking my ass right now? Like, so I'm yanking my chain, buddy. He was... Uh, he what was have... his fucking problem? 
he must have been a nobody, no crime kind of fella. It's like Fuck you can't. That, prove. You know what? That guy has killed someone. He probably that guy has killed someone and is like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no. It was 1988, so DNA wasn't presented here. So he may have been a. They a matched it doubt. to her tooth yeah. and the and the and, and the typo blood. And okay, the hairs so and I mean, what's his fucking problem? It was probably a reasonable doubt, uh, like originalist. Uh, Well, let's hope that he never needs a jury of his peers uh, to help him get out of a mess. A second trial in Norwalk ended in a guilty verdict on November 21st, 1989. Richard was sentenced to serve 50 years in prison. As of January 2020, aged 82, Richard has been released from prison and is at a halfway house for veterans in New Haven. You can Quote. come and go from those places. I mean, I doubt he's... Well, let's not say yeah. he's not going to kill somebody in his 80s. But, I mean, right. it was his his wife. Not that that makes it better. But it right. wasn't like he was out killing, like, just strangers right. or random members of the public. So... For as bad a reason as it was, it was still a reason. It's still... Right. And so, most likely, if they did let him out, I don't think he's a, quote, danger to society. And who the fuck's going to marry an 80-year-old guy anyway who right. just got out of jail? This is a, quote... From the Department of Corrections, quote, the laws which were in effect at the time of his conviction allowed a prisoner to serve significantly less prison time than their sentence, provided the prisoner exhibited good behavior mm-hmm. while incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Kraft's maximum release date, as listed by the Department of Corrections at time of sentencing, was August 1st, 2020. OK, I know you don't like math, but that means he was sentenced to 50 years. Yep. But he was only ever going to serve a maximum of 31 if he behaved himself. Right. And that was the story of Hella Crafts. <laughs> what a dick. Well, Mike, uh, the only thing I can say is, holy shit. <laughs> and can you, Im- I mean, if, the only thing worse than that is if you were still alive and somebody was putting you in a wood chipper. Yeah. Jesus Christ. His poor kids. Yeah. His poor kids. Imagine your dad. Picture your dad, Robbie Bobby, right? <laughs> Fucking is off jiggaloing, you know, it yeah, about. He's bandying already, himself around town. That is already a, a difficult image to, to deal with. Procure in your yeah. mind. And then your mom, good old. I'm familiar with her. Capital R, <laughs> finds out. Yeah. And she's like, oh, hell to the nah, 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 Robbie Bobby. You're not pulling that shit on me, buddy. And he goes, fuck you. I'm going to shove you in this wood chipper. Now you have to picture your mom, dead or alive, doesn't really matter, I right. guess. No. Getting shredded like lettuce through a chipper. Holy shit. It's not as bad enough your mom's dead. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be, uh. How the hell do you ever get that image out of your mind? I I don't imagine you Jesus do. Jesus Christ. I don't imagine you do. I also thought you'd be more upset that he was never going to serve more than three-fifths of his sentence. The thing is, though, like... He is 82. He's 82. He's probably in shit health because he's been in jail. In jail. It's not like yeah. they're giving them top-quality medical attention. Right. Or and food or... It, right. I mean, they're eating gruel, for God's sakes. Yeah. Not that I feel bad. But, like, also, again, he killed his spouse not that that makes it better don't come fucking at me with some bullshit but like he's most likely not gonna just randomly commit another murder and he's in his 80s so 
usually am I like, nah, fucking die in jail? Yeah, of course I am. I'm like, not that I'm fine with it, but like in this scenario, I guess he did serve 35 years of his life, which is a decent chunk. He never, he's never going to, was he, what's he really going to enjoy at this point? Not his kids. His kids aren't going to fucking want anything to do with him. All his probably brothers and sisters are either elderly like him, if he even has any, or maybe past. His parents are definitely gone. You know what I mean? His friends aren't going to want anything to do with him. So he's going to be basically a pariah. Fine. I'm okay with that scenario. I'm okay with that. Usually I'm not, but you know, usually I'm like, I hope you fucking get shanked in there for what you did. But is he really going to have any quality? He's going to die alone, as he should. As he should. As are we all. And the only other advice I have is uh, stay away from that Dick Mayo. (laughs) So so it's it's a little uh, it's a little salty (laughs) from what I hear. Uh, It's It's got a bit of an attitude. It's a a little bit of an edge. Uh, So. Be careful what you are utilizing in the fridge there, buddy, buddy. Okay. I'll check I'll yeah. check labels. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Never know what I never know what I have in there for you, Mike. I'll say make you hey, what are you what are you doing later? You wanna I'll make you a grinder. <laughs> what do you want on your Is this meatball mics? What do you want on your grinder? <laughs> We're at meatball mics. <laughs> so I'm gonna need a competent lover. And I need in some dick mayo on that, please. Thank you. <laughs> Although you have seen that video. Uh, what? You know clarify that? No, no, but <laughs> clarify immediately. <laughs> clarify immediately. No, a lot of people have seen that. You know those videos? What's that show? It's like how things are made or whatever yeah. that show. Yeah. You know that show where yes. they kind of they're like, "This is how crayons are made," yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. There's like that video of they're making some kind of a a food item or whatever, and the guy who's na- and narrating over it says, "And then a spooge of mayo." <laughs> Right. Or what a j no, he says a jizz of mayo. And I'm like, huh? Is that why we say j- is that why we say jizz for dick mayo? Because did that guy just call it a j like, you know, like, oh, it's like a little splurt. Splat. A little splat, but he decided to say a little jizz of mayo, and then people went That's a funny word for white stuff that squeezes out of something. Let's call Dick Mayo jizz. <laughs> or <laughs> did that guy just get one over on everybody and go, yeah, I'll take this voiceover work, sure. And then as he's narrating and he goes, a jizz of mayo, as like an inside joke, I know you've seen that video. Everybody's I've seen, seen it. that show. I don't recall that. You haven't seen that on like Instagram or whatever? It's, it's just no, like. No, because, uh, embar- well, not embarrassing. I don't care. But I, I watched that show genuinely. Like, yeah. just, oh. No, that's it's how an, they make chairs. That's it's cool. a cool show. I yeah. like the show, but don't call it a fucking jizz of mayo. Yeah. We'll have to look up the uh, guys. Next usage. time you go to Meatball Mike's yeah. and you get in a sandwich, a, a Sammy, yeah. a Sando for a sawbuck, <laughs> ask them for a jizz of mayo and see what happens. And then let me know. And then write a detailed email about it and send it in to mafpodcastshow at gmail.com so then Michael can read it to me and make my day. I'm looking at you, Gavin. Gabby. I really don't. Oh, Gabby, Gabby, baby. Looking at you. <laughs> I mean, if you send the email, I will read it to Joanne. Yes. But I don't want to read yes. about your dick mail. I just, yes, I'm he sorry. does. Yes, he does. I'll do it because I'm a man of integrity. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't be happy about it. Oh, God. Well. But if you want to do me a favor in return, 
follow us on Instagram <laughs> or Twitter at MAF Podcast Show. Slide into our DMs and tell Mike about you, Jizameo. <sighs> also, be sure to jump over to the YouTube channel. Check out our first video podcast. And all of our episodes are up there, uh, all of the audio ones. But the video one will be the marquee. And then maybe, if you guys listen to the YouTube, we might at some point put up some funny little clips of just shit that we say before we actually start recording for real. Yeah, Because we, we do have some hella crazy conversations. That's H-E-L-L-A for, for yeah, you, Michael. Because if we're leaving the dick mayo conversation in the episode, <laughs> just imagine what's being taken out. Anyway, guys, I'm going to a cookout, and I'm going to get drunk. I might even smoke a little doob. Is that what the kids are calling it, Michael? A doobie? What are we calling it these days, Mike? The devil's lettuce? Hmm? (laughs) I'll ask the doobie brothers when I see them. (laughs) And with that, I bid you all adieu. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Dick man. Dick man.